1: And the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers.
0: It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods.
1: New episodes every other Monday.
0: Twas the night before Rockmas, when all through the ring, not a creature was stirred, not even the king. The rock was quite big, with muscles, no hair, in the hopes that St. Nicholas would stop and stare. Duane was pumping while still in his bed, "'while visions of fighting filled his bald head, "'and movies and box office and money and bank "'filling his coffers so much that his poop don't stank. "'When out in the road there arose such a shatter "'that he ran to the window to see what was the matter. "'Away to the window he flew like Black Adam, "'tore open the shutters and looked right at him. "'The moon on the head of his newly seen foe "'gave the luster of midday to the piss face below.'" when what to his wondering eyes should appear but a truck full of men decked out in riot gear with a bald-headed man so strong and quite thick there it's vin diesel boy what a prick more rapid than eagles his killers they came and he yeeted and skeeted and called them by name now farter, now sharter, now rubber and pissin'. On comer, on dumber, on fucker and fistin'. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now blast away, blast away, blast away all. As the boys opened fire into Duane's home, Vin smiled along as he knew he would pone. Duane jumped behind cover and grabbed his big gun and loaded enough rounds to get the job done. The villains charged straight through the door, missing completely the mines on the floor. Like the 4th of July, the explosives did blast, tearing off limb and knocking on ass. Shrapnel did puncture many an intestine as the force right crushed one's chest in. Diesel whipped round upon realizing the trap as they all heard above what sounded like rap. It's about drive, was the thundering call, just as Comer began to fall. A hole in his chest where his heart had been, then Duane reloaded with a big grin. It's about power, he continued to scream, and right on the floor their blood did stream. The bodies fell hard, all maimed and dead, leaving Vin to hang his dumb bald head. We stay hungry, said Duane as he licked his lips. Strangely, Diesel dropped his gun and swayed his hips. His thrusting picked up concerning speed, and the rock's groin found itself need. They tr- rustled and tussled and punched and kicked. Duane had the edge until a blade was snicked. Vin dropped low and drove the knife in. He tugged and he pulled to slice to Duane's chin. The rock flinched not as he continued to tower, smiling only as he said, We devour. He struck like a snake into Vin's soft neck, tearing and gnashing till Vin hit the deck. Johnson had destroyed the nasty foe, making him drop like new fallen snow. He thought as he hid the bodies out of sight, Merry Rockmas to all, and to all a good night. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it
2: straight up all your candy asses! And you never let the rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Don't get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving it a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? You ready to go out there and whoop candy ass?
1: Let's get ready to podcast!
0: Hanksy, panksy, rock bottom is a holly jolly podcast where two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be ch-ch-ch-ch-choke slam by Dwayne the r rock J-J-Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel and I can smell the rock is cooking sugar plums.
1: Ooh, and I am Luke Patrick. This week, I am an astronaut, baby. Ooh, an astronaut. Yeah, I got that astronaut gleam on me. People can't keep yes. their hands off.
0: You do. I mean, you, I, you're surrounded by people just kind of with their hands on you. It's it's a little strange for for uh, recording a podcast, I'll yep. be honest.
1: Yep, yep, yep. But you know, what are you going to do when you're an astronaut? You're very popular... Also, hey, Sam, uh, I have a quick update on Zoa Warrior Healthy Energy Drink.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. Is it making you healthier? Uh,
1: it's absent from my life right now because I could not find any at the local oh, King no. Soups. So, Sam, instead, this week I have a Red Bull that I would like to open on air if that's okay. Uh, but Yeah,
0: could you could you please grip it and rip it for me?
1: I would love to grip and rip it. And this is in memory of Zoa Healthy Warrior Energy Drink. Which I assume is still doing fine,
0: (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, in memoriam.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, let me just get the tab on this puppy, and... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's crisp.
1: Yeah, so uh, I am going for the high-energy vibes this week, my friend. Going hard on it.
0: Yes. Uh, and, uh, And, of course, this week we did watch 2009's Planet 51. Yep. And, uh, Luke, now that you've got that bull urine just coursing through your mm-hmm. throat, mm-hmm. Um, how about you tell me about your watch?
1: Man, let me give you the preface to my watch. Oh, which no. Which is <laughs> <laughs> me and my roomie hanging on the couch looking for something to watch. And I knew I had to watch this movie, Planet 51, so I pulled it up on Netflix, and it started to autoplay
0: as Mm -hmm. netflix
1: does to which i audibly (laughs) responded i guess i'm doing this and then i did it so yeah man uh that was my watch (laughs) that's how it goes it was pretty disrespectful we'll talk about this movie but um at one point during the movie i did make a caesar salad uh Uh and then sort of left it left it playing uh didn't miss a thing according to the roomie um yeah, man, it was, it was a restless, listless watch. Mm. Uh, if those two things are possible at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I get you. I yeah. get you. Just, just really didn't want to be there this week.
1: No, did not, did not. But hey, mark in the movie's favor. It is an hour and thirty-one minutes on the dot, oh. folks.
0: And boy. That was what I needed to see this
1: week. <laughs> Ain't no three and a half hour Tom Hanks masterpiece. It's Hell uh, no. It is less than half of a uh uh saving private Ryan, and that is what we all needed. Oh yeah. That's what you want, baby. Yeah. But uh how was your watch, my friend? Man, it was fine. <sighs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Honestly, I have I have like nothing to report from this week. It just the watch happened. Yeah. Um. The most exciting thing <laughs> about the watch this week was that uh, I've tried a different brand of oat milk. Oh. Uh, with my cereal and it's unsweetened, so it's slightly less good, but it's thicker, which I do enjoy.
1: Yeah, I do. You know, as an oat milk aficionado, I do love the extra creamy, those mm-hmm. uh, real thick oat milks that's what i go oh, for yeah
0: you really want it to coat the whole mouth
1: yep exactly well that's kind of disappointing sam uh but i hear you on this movie uh it yeah, just sort of sh- <laughs> just sort of happens to you
0: yeah it just it occurs and i was present and mm-hmm. and like there's not a you know there wasn't anything wild this week i'm over the cold um How about the plot?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, One critic, I think it was Roger Ebert, uh, described this movie as a reverse E.T. So, Mm -hmm. to give you Luke Patrick's patented 3X structure or your money-back guarantee for the first time this season... uh, Hell yeah. Because this one's so by the numbers, I shouldn't be able to fuck this one up. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a planet, which we're going to call Planet 51, because I don't think it's named anything. Uh, Yeah, I don't think so. Nor is it referred to as Planet 51 in this film, come to (laughs) think of it. Nope. Uh, So, anyway, there's a planet full of aliens that are stuck in like a 50s suburbia type vibe. And, lo and behold, in Act 1, a human alien to them crash lands on the planet. This alien is voiced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um,
0: Dwayne.
1: Yeah. Dwayne the man. Um and they as a as a populace are pretty scared of aliens. They have a lot of alien invasion movies, so they the military responds to this invasion, quote unquote. By hunting for him. Act two is one of the locals whose name I do not remember. Uh the main character. Uh uh. uh. <laughs> uh. This movie made a big impact on both of us. Lem. His name is Lem. Yep. Yeah, there we go. That's what I
0: was about to say. Definitely was going to say Lem. Lem.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh, So Lem in Act 1 and 2 is hiding uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They're trying to get back to his ship, uh, leading to a big uh, fight where they are captured by the military, or Dwayne is, and then Lem and crew go to rescue him. They do uh, rescue him. He gets back on his ship. He saves the military general, which endears him to Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character. And then uh, they decide aliens aren't so bad. And Dwayne takes off in his ship. Sam, this movie is like a paint by numbers for how to make a movie for kids.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's deeply
1: forgettable. <laughs> More so than any other movie we have ever watched, I think
0: yeah which is almost a compliment yeah i watched this movie and within an hour i would say every detail of it was gone from me Mm-hmm. yeah and in fact luke if i'm if i'm being really honest my eyes glazed over once you started the plot i just yeah <laughs> i just went into like a a fucking fugue state for however long it took you to do that because i picked up nothing from the plot that you just recall.
1: yeah hey hey buddy me too and i was the one <laughs> delivering the plot um yeah it is it is not okay so we're d- diving straight into the review section yeah. um sam this movie is i described it to the roomie uh and she agreed while we were watching it that um this movie is white bread. It is so inoffensive and unspectacular in every possible way. Yes. That it's just like the, the most universally palatable drivel. And that's the movie.
0: If it weren't for one detail, I would say this movie can be best described in one word as inoffensive.
1: Is it, is it Sean William Scott? Because he's in this thing.
0: No, actually, it's the fact that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is voicing a white guy.
1: Hey, yeah, tall, skinny, handsome astronaut white guy for some and reason. And there's
0: no reason for it.
1: Mm-mm. No.
0: None whatsoever. And it's, kind, it's fucking gross. And yeah. <laughs> it, it made me angry the whole movie because it's just like, why did he have to be white?
1: Yeah, the point not being that Dwayne is playing a white guy, but the fact that the guy is white for no reason. Yeah,
0: yeah there's no point for that character to be white, Yeah, and yet, like, just make him look like Dwayne. I mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other thing, is why can't he just look like fucking Dwayne?
1: Yeah. Yeah, or literally any non-white person would have mm-hmm. been interesting. Um, And especially considering this is the far future where we're able to send humans to planet 51 at all yeah Um, which uh
0: i don't know if you caught it luke but is apparently 20 billion miles away from earth and it took him three weeks
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah he does mention that that he's been wearing the same suit for three weeks um which that's a lot of piss and shit for one single suit so
0: so much Mm -hmm. but again it i mean it I mean, we're moving beyond light speed oh, at that yeah. point. And so that that means we've figured out in the future a way to turn piss and shit into food.
1: <laughs> or rocket fuel or both. Um, yeah. yeah. Our
0: food is rocket fuel.
1: Yeah, I tell you, it would have made The Martian a very different movie if he could turn his own waste <laughs> products into potatoes uh my favorite movie (laughs) the martian yes
0: oh my god i just luke the movie i i don't remember any of it
1: yeah as you said it's, it's deeply deeply forgettable
0: it's i mean it kind of feels like at the end of the movie will smith walks on screen and does the men in black flash thing Mm -hmm. and so you forget everything (laughs) prior to it because god damn all i really remember is Dwayne voices a white guy for no reason and then there's a very clear wally knockoff
1: yes which i couldn't remember if this was pre or post wally Uh, i looked it
0: up it is it is post okay
1: it's post wally yeah there's a little robot that they call rover that is, yeah, as you pointed out, completely just a Wally, wally ripoff. Yeah. I'm sorry, this Red Bull is Oh, it's yeah. doing things to me.
0: It looks like it's fighting you. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's in my throat and my gut at this point. It's Oh no. Oh man, Red Bull, but rebelling. hey, I'm gonna have the most energy for this in about five minutes so
0: man I hope so because right now you look like you're being assaulted by it an- <laughs> that's
1: that's how it works. It beats the shit out of you and then it gives you the will to live <laughs> so yeah
0: um hey um
1: are these yeah. aliens racist like in the 50s because they live in this 50s paradise. Get
0: the fuck out of my
1: head, <laughs> Luke Patrick,
0: because that's like one of the first things I wrote down is, it's like 1950s America, so do they also have the rampant racism?
1: Yeah, is there like, because everybody in this movie is green, is there like a race of uh, blue aliens yeah, that are like completely I, subjugated in the margins of, of society?
0: I think so. I think there's some blue or purple aliens that they have just treated like absolute shit
1: yeah yep Um, and also on the 50s spectrum um there's one female character in this movie so Mm. yeah
0: well i mean no no there's a teacher and a mom
1: yeah but they don't factor into the plot
0: no no there's only one plot essential hey who who the fuck did sean william scott play it just, it just registered that you said Sean William Scott was in this.
1: <laughs> Noted villain of the podcast and Sam's least favorite actor. <laughs> yeah. Who, um, as,
0: as we all know, was actually killed during the filming of the rundown. Yeah. And has only had a career since based on uh, just B-roll, essentially, from the rundown <laughs> set. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or for this movie they spliced together a whole bunch of like audio from said B roll. Yes. It was like yeah. uh creating a ransom note out of uh out of leftover tape. Mm-hmm. Just splicing yeah. together his voice. Um I don't remember. I kind of think it was his best friend who Skiff? works at the, Skiff. Yeah, thank you, who works at the comic shop. I'm pretty sure that's who he plays.
0: Now I'm I'm distressed at the fact that I can't remember the main character's name, but I did remember his floppy-headed best friend's name.
1: Yeah. Which, hey, how does their hair work? I don't...
0: Man, I don't know how any part of them works. <laughs> because <laughs> none of them wear pants. No. And we never see genitals. Nope. And so I assume it's a cloaca situation, right?
1: Yeah, I have in my notes... um, so I did mark that they have no pants, uh, and then C genital statement, which the genital statement that I'm referencing in my own notes is: What do their seven genitals look like, and where are they? Mm.
0: the seven genitals. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so again, here's here's where I'm confused. Yeah. Because I assume cloaca, because you know that's kind of what most most things got. Yeah. Most things he's got a cloaca. (laughs)
1: Yeah, his science facts from Sam. And not inaccurate ones either, yeah.
0: And then Skiff hands uh uh Glorp uh Glorp? uh, Okay. No. What's his fucking name, Luke? Lem? Lem, thank you. (laughs) 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 He hands him a cork to put in his i think he says butthole uh, to protect from the probing mm and this this would lend credence to a cloaca but he calls it his butthole and i feel like you wouldn't call your cloaca your butthole cuz it's so much more than that
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it's like the swiss army knife of orifices yeah when you think about it um this is distressing news, because I completely missed this. I must have been making a salad when the butthole reference happened.
0: Yeah, no, okay, so Skiff is like, hey, here, take this cork to protect you from the probing, which the aliens love to do so much. Yeah. And, and uh, Lem, Jesus, <laughs> g- grabs it by the end that, like, goes in the bottle. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, thanks. And then Skiff says, oh, wait, no, this one's yours. That's the one that I used
1: earlier. Oh, how is this just based on that comment alone? How is this a kid's movie? And or who is that joke meant for? I don't know, because there's another
0: I, d- real heavily implied here. Quotes
1: joke
0: <laughs> uh, in which Dwayne's character shows his penis to children and one of them says that's a strange place to put an antenna
2: yeah
1: which also i mean not the showing his penis to children part notwithstanding because i don't know what to do with that um no. other than call the police yeah this does belie a lack of knowledge of that form of anatomical part if they think mm-hmm. it's an antenna, which means that their own genitals must in no way we can extrapolate from that resemble human anatomy. Right? Right. Yeah. Surely. So
0: what could they possibly look like?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, looking at other alien references, we've got Avatar where they have hair sex. Because they have tendrils that come huh. off the top of their heads, so they can connect and sort of have hair sex. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's what's happening here, even though their hair is very strange and tentacly, and does yeah. seem to come straight out of their heads. Oh, this red bolt. <laughs> Boy, it's it's doing
0: a number on you, man.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Let's keep going <laughs> with the genital stock.
0: Yeah, and so so I think it, we it can't be anything like a tentacle.
1: No, I don't think because, so. Yeah,
0: because it it would even if it was a tentacle. I and yet you drink more Red Bull, Luke. Yeah, it's it's fighting you, and yet you can continue to consume it.
1: Yeah, it tastes good, man. The bull urine tastes good. Mm.
0: Okay, so it can't. I don't. I think if they had tentacles, they would recognize a penis.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they're confused by a penis, which is a great mm-hmm. band name, uh, confused <laughs> by the phallus. Uh, <laughs> free to take uh, for you listeners. Uh, just steal that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but if they're confused by the phallus, then they again no piece of their anatomy must resemble this other than an antenna which is what right. the kiddo says uh
0: ooh okay 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 what if it's kind of like pollen mm-hmm. where males have like a like a pouch yeah uh next to a like a like an opening with like a sphincter on yeah it? And what they do is that they get next to the females and it just goes <laughs> and into whatever sort of opening females have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense because the fact that they don't wear pants, I'm assuming that their genitals, or in this case, their their pollen holes, mm-hmm. are in roughly the same zone. So somewhere on the posterior uh,
0: Yeah. It would have to be.
1: Yeah, it would have to make some sense. And that would make some sense why they don't wear pants. Because mm-hmm. as you've pointed out, that sphincter is clenched so tightly. Yeah. Because it's a social faux pas to just have your pollen hole open and flapping.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't blast your pollen all over town.
1: No, you get arrested it, it might, for that.
0: It might get in your cousin.
1: <laughs> That's what they say. Don't leave your pollen hole open. It might get in your cousin. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so um so i guess sex is just sort of uh Ooh, maybe it's a squeezing kind of thing hmm maybe maybe sex is a process where you squeeze the other person hard enough to get them to really blast their pollen right into your pollen receptacle
1: yeah your pollen hole you can call it what yeah, it you're, is
0: your pollen hole your uh your goopy sticky pollen hole.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And hey, further complications on all of this. Mm-hmm. Um the the female characters in this movie do have tits.
0: They do have boobs, and they're very human like boobs. Yes. Hey, Luke? Mm-hmm. Was this movie made by a pervert? <laughs> because i'm thinking about it i'm I'm rolling back back through what i can recall of it and we've got alien women with very human-esque breasts yeah uh, no one wearing pants and then a human man showing his penis to children yeah and it really feels like this was just either one one man it's always a man yeah uh just a group of men's uh kinks all kind of slam jammed into one place
1: Mm Hmm. yeah so stick with me here okay they're gonna be green and they're gonna have no pants okay what do you mean they're not gonna have pants yeah no pants they're just gonna be open uh and then the astronaut guy's gonna show his penis to a bunch of kids (laughs) hey 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 hold on (laughs)
0: hold on uh he's gonna show his penis to kids yeah, are they gonna, are they going to comment on it?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be a big joke for the adults.
0: Oh. Um man, that's 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 pretty challenging. Um <laughs> you think you think you can throw something in there for me to yeah. kind of balance out how challenging the sort of grown man showing his penis to alien
1: children? Yeah
0: yeah man all the
1: women are gonna have big tits
0: yeah okay okay i'm on board that's that's all i needed baby baby yeah give me those alien
1: boobs that's what i want yeah which is confusing um because i guess that makes them monotremes because they do show them laying eggs we don't mean we don't See them they laying eggs. They do have eggs. Yeah, they but... do
0: have eggs, though. So what the fuck is going on with them? Yeah, they they got pollen holes and and milk glands. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Unless, mm-hmm. unless the boobs are decorative, or hmm. um, or maybe like a status symbol. Rather than for reproductive purposes.
1: Hmm, sort of like a birds of paradise kind of plumage, basically. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, because all the women that we see who have boobs are married, right?
1: Hmm. I don't remember, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure that the only female character in this movie. Who I believe is voiced by Jessica Biel, because the cast on this thing is crazy.
0: What?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, anyway, I'm pretty sure that she's got boobs as well. Huh. Um, the main love interest for Lem, whose name could not tell you if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> nope. Uh, Blorp. Uh, <laughs>
0: so but she again is the object of his desire. Yeah. Um and I I use that term pretty pretty specifically because boy, she really is just kind of an object in this movie, isn't she?
1: Yeah, she just sort of gets passed from situation to situation. Uh does not pass the sexy lamp test or the sexy gabzorp test yep. uh as they only have gabzorps on this planet. Yeah. Um, just
0: gabzorps again. <laughs> that was my favorite store in this movie was Gabsorps, gab's orps
1: <laughs> Yeah, she just kind of gets handed around. Um and the romance plot's pretty thin. I don't but know, again, man.
0: I think I think the only reason she's desirable is because she has the right plumage and by plumage I mean boobs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm into this idea, and I also love the idea of, well, do you think that it's secretive? Like, you're supposed to keep your plumage out of view, or do they do pageants where it's just, like, mm. tits out, this is mm. how you're you're going?
0: Well, I think, I th- okay, so she doesn't really have hers out. Yeah. But we do see an older person who does kind of have some cleavage on display. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe it's a situation where maybe there's like a rite of passage mm-hmm. where you pass a certain age and then you go to the gonk gonk <laughs> and 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 at the gonk gonk you uh you show off what you got, which is an a big sticky pollen hole and some just massive knockers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems about right to me. Um, yeah, which has got to be just a wild event. And now I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that the astronaut is, one, a pickup artist. Uh-huh. And, two, kind of lecherous from the way he talks about women. So, uh, yeah,
0: this is, this is maybe something um, that I should talk about. Is anyone in this movie likable? No. Yeah, that's kind of where I was <laughs> landing.
1: Not for lack of effort, but no one is... Here's another thing I wrote in my, in my notes is that there's no character development in this movie. Everyone no. is, like, in stasis. Uh, Wherever you see them when they start is who they are, and nobody is particularly... Like, you can't root for many people in this movie.
0: No. I mean, again, Dwayne's character says uh to like pick up women it's a three-step process and i'm going to repeat the steps here but i just want to put out here folks it sucks Mm -hmm. because it's one spot the target already bad (laughs) already (laughs) you know this is not going anywhere good yeah two make a move and three show no mercy yeah. God almighty, this sucks so
1: much yeah. and
0: is so rapey.
1: Yep, it ain't great. Um, And this is, he's talking to ostensibly, I mean, from his perspective, it's a teenager, right? Yeah. No matter how old this kid actually is.
0: Who in like 45 minutes is going to see his dick. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, and this is how he tells him to, to attract a mate, knowing nothing of their mating practices or no. courtship rituals. I mean, this man is, you know who he is? He's Captain Kirk. He shows up, he's mm-hmm. down to fuck, he has no interest in discerning any of their like their customs or habits. He's just going to basically be a tourist and shout English at everybody until they understand.
0: What do you think would happen if he if he splooged
1: in a pollen hole? I don't think anything would happen other than a lot of distress <laughs> and a lot of discomfort for everybody involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I hate everyone in this movie, including John Cleese, who is essentially playing himself mm-hmm. uh, as an old, know nothing shithead.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: who, I guess the only difference is that the John Cleese in this movie wants to cut people up. And yeah. I don't believe our John Cleese does.
1: As far as we know, John Cleese has not threatened to cut open somebody's head and remove their brain. As far as we yeah. know. But,
0: uh, I mean, I think legally I am allowed to say that allegedly John Cleese does like to cut people up. <laughs> and remove their brains
1: yeah allegedly not saying
0: it's true Um, but allegedly what's an aliens number
1: three hey get out of my fucking skull (laughs) my friend because in my notes and okay what they're referencing what sam's referencing is in the movie they say uh whoever skiff The friend Mm -hmm. is worried. He's extremely worried. Some might say too worried that the alien is going to go number one or number two. Or as he says, if you need to go number three, I can't help you.
0: And what is number three? I think it's purging your pollen hole. Oh. Yeah. That would make sense because newspaper ain't going to help with that. Mm -mm.
1: And nor can he help. Because he can't do anything but add more pollen, uh, right, which is just gonna mean a bigger mess on your hands,
0: boy, you know, I gotta tell you having the the pollen situation that's gotta be real tough for uh for masturbation because <laughs> you, you can't hide that from your parents. they're gonna find that pollen dust all over your room <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless I mean, do you think maybe they put a sock over their uh, pollen sphincter and then they just blast pollen <laughs> into a sock? <laughs> and so, so instead of crusty socks, they got yellow socks.
1: Oh, I love what we're getting out of this movie made for children. <laughs> Um,
0: son, I son, I, I found your y- yellow sock under the bed when I was cleaning your room. No! <laughs> God!
1: Don't worry, it's perfectly natural. I did it a lot at your age. Oh, God, Dad!
0: <laughs> no, Dad, I still do it now, son. It's fine. It's perfectly normal, and it's he- it's healthy for your pollen sphincter.
1: Yeah, it keeps you from getting uh, pollen sphincter cancer. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it, it helps you it helps you blast more son yeah and everybody knows a woman loves a big pollen blast
1: yeah uh, a big thick cloud a woman or or a man or anybody uh, who's neither of those things you know everybody
0: I know. well I see you and I would say that now yeah but this is the planet's 1950s That's so true. probably not yeah
1: <laughs> yeah gender norms out the wazoo mm-hmm. for sure yeah um, yeah, hey, I don't think this is funny, I just need to get it off my chest. <laughs> okay, cool for our
0: comedy podcast. Yeah,
1: so he lands on the planet, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's mm-hmm. character. Yes. I, we've been calling him Dwayne's character, I'm pretty sure his name is Chuck.
0: Yes. Okay. That is his name. God, I forgot that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Um... Chuck lands on the planet and starts talking to Lem and says, You speak my language. To which Lem says, You speak my language. So they both speak English. Uh Uh-huh. For no fucking reason. Yeah. And they share a history, because this is the 50s. Yes. And then when he's leaving, Chuck says, Call me when you hit the 60s, because that's going to be fun.
0: Right. Which... Clearly is. Oh shit. Is mm-hmm. it called Planet 51 because it's in the 50s?
1: <sighs> yeah. And yeah, probably planning, is.
0: Were they planning Planet 61?
1: Probably. Which, hey, would have been wild. Just God, I know. A kid's movie about sexual revolution and everybody dropping acid. And uh,
0: smoking a shitload of weed.
1: Yeah, plus a lot of, like, social progression mm-hmm. uh, through through violence and protesting. I mean,
0: man, peaceful resistance, yeah. That would have been something to see... <laughs> uh, <laughs> to see Lem and Skiff and... LORP? <laughs> uh getting just toasted off of some good dank Gop Jop leaf.
1: Yeah. Oh, where's that sequel? Mm-hmm. I would pay any amount of money to see that sequel. Oh um, my
0: god, can you think just the pollen clouds that would hover over their sort of
1: woodstock?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about the footage from Woodstock that I've seen where there's just Mm -hmm. billowing smoke clouds of ganja and tobacco, Mm -hmm. except in this case just, you know, the Who is playing or whatever, and there's just massive pollen clouds just Just looming over everything.
0: Mm -hmm. And then I I think the gag would be that uh, Dwayne would come back and uh, and he'd breathe in too much of that pollen and he'd choke on it and there'd be a long scene where he's like, <coughs> and then they're yeah. like, that's my calm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what the fuck are we even doing, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay, I have two two other things I need to say about this movie. Okay. All right. One. This movie makes an obscene number of references to other movies, Um, Mm -hmm. so that's its whole shtick. I mean, outside of being the most bland movie you will ever see, it's full of references, and those are supposed to be the jokes.
0: It did kind of go to the Big Bang Theory of Mm joke-telling, which is just referencing things that other people know about.
1: Yeah. Um, So much so that I actually have a list of every single sci-fi movie that was referenced in this movie. Would you like this list, Sam?
0: More than anything.
1: Okay. In order of appearance, they are Star Trek, Aliens, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, ET, Star Wars, Terminator, The Right Stuff. That's all. Jesus. And actually, Jesus Christ, The Right Stuff gets mentioned four or five times.
0: It does. Mm-hmm. It gets mentioned so fucking much. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Is there anything you liked in this movie? Because there is precisely one gag that got me to smirk. Okay. And that was it.
1: Um. excited to hear what that was. Yes, there was one aspect to this movie that both me and the roomie enjoyed immensely. Mm -hmm. Which is that the dogs in this universe are xenomorphs from Aliens. They look exactly the same. They're just pet Uh xenomorphs. Yes. Uh, And I really appreciated that. That was very funny.
0: It was a very good touch.
1: Yeah. What did you enjoy about this movie?
0: The scene where the general is explaining to
1: Ah, Chuck. Yes. Yes
0: his plan to have everyone in the room shoot everyone else should Chuck take over their minds yes and it is long it is drawn out and it is extremely complicated and for some reason it made me not laugh because Mm -hmm. it wasn't that funny (laughs) but lightly smile
1: yeah yeah, it was pretty good because he's like, Glabsorp is going to shoot flip-flop and flip-flop is going <laughs> to shoot Praxis and so and if on, you and take so control
0: on. of them, then Gorpapom is going to take take a ball out. And then if you take out Gorpapom then Johnson is going to electrocute everyone.
1: Yeah. Which then proceeds to happen. They do, in yeah. fact, devolve into, uh, they get spooked and start shooting each other and electrocuting each other. And yeah, these, these aliens have a resistance to both bullets and electricity that is awe-inspiring.
0: It was disappointing to me, Luke, because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see them get shot and their blood go all over the place. Yeah, and, and I wanted to see them suffer.
1: Yep. Uh, Much like we suffered, it would have been nice to mm-hmm. have seen the same on the screen. Yep.
0: Well, Luke, I mean, that's that's about it. Honestly, I don't really. Uh, do you got I don't I don't like it
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh I have one last thing to say about this movie okay Uh, and then we can we can go somewhere else Um, Sam this movie has the most bonkers product placement I've ever seen oh because and you gotta wonder if they just did this even without the money for the product placement Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say, but
1: go yeah. For it. Randomly, shortly after the uh, the alien meets the, the planet people, uh Chuck the alien says, Hey, eat this, and then just procures a Twix. Just a Twix yes. bar. Apropos yeah. of nothing.
0: He <laughs> just has a Twix. Mm-hmm.
1: And then it comes up again later because they're like the professor who's voiced by John Cleese and they are identical.
0: Yeah, Um, both both love to cut people open.
1: Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, He holds up the Twix wrapper and it's like, yeah, this is definitely alien. Uh, So did did Twix pay them money to insert Twix into the film? I they had to have, right? Yeah, I mean, unless they went rogue and just somebody really liked Twix, but...
0: Or worse, did they pay Twix to have uh, it in the movie?
1: Yeah, this movie I did think had a $70 million budget. Too much? Yeah, too much. Um, and I think a solid ten mil of that went straight to Twix, just paying God. for the rights to have a Twix bar in this film.
0: Man, just think about let's just take f- 10 seconds to think about all the things that 70 million dollars could have paid for yeah. that would have been more memorable than this movie. Yeah. So let's let's start that 10 seconds now. Okay. Man, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of shit. <laughs> you could could have done a lot with that money and yet you made this a movie I don't remember and I watched it this morning
1: yeah oh okay that's all I had to say
0: yeah well uh I gotta take all this Twix money and uh, (laughs) use it to buy some rock stock so uh let's go let's go Luke, it's time to go into the Glorpverse.
1: verse., uh, I love this thing we're doing with animated films, mm-hmm. where we peel back the world-building layers and go into the writer's room and try to figure out what the fuck they were thinking.
0: Yes. So here's the thing: there's some stuff that I do not understand about this universe, and I I want to figure it out with you.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Okay.
0: So I'm just going to lay out some points, I think, and then we're going to try to make sense of all of it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay? These people domesticated the xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. The rain is rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 1950s America. They've never encountered aliens, and yet they have a lot of alien uh, media that has a very cohesive image to it. Yeah. And then there's seemingly no government and yet there is a very prominent military.
1: Ooh. That, that bars last one.
0: Very heavily from American military. Yes. Yes. And, and they don't wear pants.
1: And they don't wear pants. I think we've covered why they don't wear pants, which is that there's just no True. need. Uh, yeah. And I guess their climate supports that because uh, everybody's kind of wearing short, short shirts. True. Yeah. And stuff. Um, actually, interesting point about the pants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's only the dudes in this movie that don't wear pants
0: the women all wear dresses.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it is the fifties. It's so the fifties. Yeah. Fuck the fifties. So. so
0: maybe, maybe in planet 61 or hopefully planet 69. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Summer of <sighs> lol, love, lol. Baby. Lol. <laughs>
0: um, so maybe they would show women Issuing dresses yeah. and going uh, just with a shirt. Yeah, with a bowling
1: shirt and no pants, like a lot of the guys in this film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that's beside the point. We're not yeah. here to sequel pitch. That's not today's mission. No. We're going into the Glorpverse, and Luke, I need to understand what the fuck is going on here.
1: Yeah. I want to talk about this government thing because this is not something I thought about. <laughs> but it's incredibly true. We don't see like a mayor or any politicians or governmental body.
0: And there's always a mayor in this, this shit. And this one very specifically does not have a mayor.
1: Yes. I think it's because it's a military run state. uh, Mm -hmm. It's a military state. uh, That's an enforced utopia which is why oh. everyone's a little stepford wivesy and it's all 50s suburbia.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that very much. Mm-hmm. It would explain why everyone's the same color. Mm-hmm. Um, it would oh my, it would explain why everything also has the same like aesthetic. Yes. Of this like kind of rounded, bubbly mm-hmm. kind of look to it. Uh yeah. And, and there's not a lot of science, which I do feel like is very much in the
1: wheelhouse of a,
0: of a military dictatorship.
1: My man, do you think that Chuck landed in this planet's version of North Korea? I think he
0: did. Do you think, yeah. like, if he had just landed, like, I don't know, 100 miles to the west, he would have been in this town that was just like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, hey, um, welcome to the planet. Uh, oh my, Oh, my God. Because, Luke, they tell everyone that the fucking universe is only, like, 500 miles wide. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's North Korea. It's
1: North Korea, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He just found the alien North Korea.
1: Yeah, which If he had gone
0: anywhere Mm -hmm. else, he would have run into fucking alien Mark Zuckerberg in charge of fucking alien Facebook, where it's very clearly Alien 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Everyone's fine, and it's multicultural, and no one's wearing pants or shirts. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Shit, I had something else to tack on to that. And just oh, fuck. the idea of alien Mark Zuckerberg has knocked it completely out of my skull.
0: <laughs> so, to be clear, he'd look exactly the same <laughs> as the Mark Zuckerberg we know. Because Mark Zuckerberg is an alien.
1: Yeah, down to the pollen hole, uh, even. <laughs> um,
0: if you ever? S- uh, hey, and if you're doubting us, have you ever seen Mark Zuckerberg bust a nut?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Uh, not yet. I haven't. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is the aliens. Oh, that was it. Um The fact that they it's confusing that they say the universe is only 500 miles long uh, because they live on a planet that surely somebody's calculated is a lot larger than 500 miles, but not surely if they're locked into this military state <laughs> that's like 40 miles across.
0: Yeah, with Kim Jong Glorp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: then that information is a lot easier to swallow if you're mm-hmm. one of these residents, instead of being like, I don't know, man, I've driven 500 miles. That doesn't seem right.
0: <laughs> okay, so that explains that. Yeah. I feel, I've actually feel pretty good about that. I am still confused by why 1950s Americana,
2: because
0: mm. um, I'm just trying to figure out how they got the exposure to that to ape it so, so well.
1: Yeah, so I have a theory about this. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of Star Trekky. Okay. So this is for the nerds out there. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure there was an elder race that seeded different planets, which is why they're humanoid-ish. Okay. Uh, they're humanoid aliens. Like, there was a universal sort of seed that was planted. Okay. And their simulated version of life... Ended up resembling ours uh, because that's just the way that these seeds sort of work out. Like you're going to go through your own 50s, your own 60s,
0: oh, your own okay.
1: 70s. Uh, just so with a like, little bit of a, a different stank on it, if you will.
0: Okay, so it's like programmed in, huh?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's, and that would explain why they speak English.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. God damn, You mm. nailed it. Mm <laughs> hmm yeah well, can't say it's terribly well, terribly funny no uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't, and yet it makes so much sense, yeah, um, you know this is why sometimes it's good to have a point extra on your fucking podcast
1: yeah uh not not
0: someone who's so fucking cool like me, yeah, a guy who last week took cold medicine on air,
1: yeah, which uh. was pretty baller. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. So I, I think we've we figured this part out. But I want to look more towards their early years, kind of their early evolution, because we see how they've coped with the rain that is actual fucking rocks falling from the sky.
1: Hey, and at one point, Lem is just outside walking around in this and does not seem yeah. perturbed at all.
0: How did they survive the early years without getting brain to death?
1: I think it's because, again, we see a bunch of people get shot and electrocuted and they're just fine. Uh, Do you think they're, like, Flubber? Yes. Yes. They're Flubber. That is exactly where I was going with this. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> who,
0: who could forget that wonderful 1990, I'm going to guess five, mm-hmm. film, Flubber, starring... Robin Williams and, and... Flubber. And Flubber. <laughs> Everyone's favorite, Flubber. Hey, did Flubber ever do the Macarena?
1: I believe Flubber did do the Macarena.
0: <laughs> he did do the Macarena. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, the 90s were fucking weird.
1: Yeah. Hit clips were a thing. I don't know, man. Yeah. Wild times. Um So and, they're
0: made of flubber. Yeah. How are they so advanced that they domesticated the xenomorphs, who we've seen from other media properties to be I would say cantankerous.
1: <laughs> yeah, a bit grouchy. <laughs> um well I gotta point back to our own history, Sam, because can you imagine the first person to look at a wolf? A wolf and yeah. to be like, yeah, I'm going to tame that bitch. I'm going to get over <laughs> there. <laughs> you're going to sleep in my house. <laughs> I'm going to take you home. <laughs> I'm going to feed you, and you're not going to murder me and my family. <laughs>
0: you're half my height. You eat blood and, and cry violence, and you're going <laughs> to live with me. Yeah. And be my
1: friend. So I think whatever Grog did back in the day... <laughs> <laughs> to domesticate a wolf is probably the same thing that they did to tame the xenomorphs, and I don't know. Put a big old question mark on that one, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do love this idea though, because the xenomorph that we see in this one is pretty small, mm-hmm. uh, but still quite violent. Um, I like to imagine that this is a toy breed of the xenomorph Ooh, dogs. Okay. Yeah.
0: So they've they've sort of made them like a pug.
1: Yeah, and somewhere out there, somebody's got, like, a real horse of a xenomorph. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, it is kind of the exact same thing as taking a wolf and turning it into a pug. An overweight dog that is plagued by fucking respiratory issues because we thought it'd look cool, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I think I think we will never truly know the answer to this one, but I think, you know, whatever whatever Flaxborg, uh <laughs> the caveman version of these aliens decided to do, I think worked out with the old xenomorphs. There you go. Yeah. Do you think so- H.R. Giger would like this movie?
0: <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if he would like it or if he would be incensed by it. Because they they made his his beautiful baby just so cuddly. Yeah, and he he wanted it to be violent and challenging and angry and mm-hmm. angular and vascular and murderous.
1: Yes, yeah, I don't think he'd be too pleased with this one. No, with its big googly eyes and bright colors. I think it's sort of the anti Geiger, if you will.
0: Yeah, when did H.R. Geiger die? Oh no. (laughs) Uh, Okay, 2014. So the movie
1: didn't kill him, I assume. (laughs) But he did. He did get to see it, ostensibly.
0: Wait, what if he didn't see it until 2014?
1: What is this? (laughs) What have you brought to me?
0: (laughs) Why have you brought to me this movie? I do not wish to consume it. Oh no, what have they done to my beautiful baby? (laughs) This is, oh no, my baby.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Man. And then he died. Yeah. We reference H.R. Giger a lot. I really hope people who listen to this (laughs) know who the fuck that is. (laughs) Probably
0: not. (laughs) Uh, so did you have anything else that you wanted to bring to the glorp verse
1: into the glorp verse? I wanted to dig into this real quick, this concept of what I'm calling the alien red scare. Um, Ooh, yes. So I think we've, cause they're terrified of aliens taking over the place.
0: Yeah. Actually, that was one thing that I hadn't, that I mentioned and then forgot about. Yeah. Is all the aliens look very similar, and they all look very similar to astronauts, and and yeah, they are very terrified of them.
1: I think so. Part of this is that they live in a propagandist media, uh, national military state. Of course. See again, North Korea of Planet Fifty One. Um. So they're they're fed these movies as propaganda, but I think that. Before they the formation of their nation state, there was an alien invasion. Um, oh. that landed and they looked exactly like the one-eyed uh, aliens in this movie or in the movies inside the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just wreaked havoc. And now, actually, you know what? Hang on, let me roop, let me take it all okay. back.
0: Okay we'll get it in post
1: yeah um I think the one-eyed aliens represent all of the quote unquote bad parts of society within this mm. this military state so I gotcha your blue the ones people. are yeah your the homosexuals. undesirables yeah exactly uh, yeah you're your same same sex pollen enjoyers Oh uh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> people who dress different. Yeah. Uh, w-
1: women with small boobs. Mm-hmm. Women who don't wear pants. Uh, exactly. I think it's the physical embodiment of all of these things designed to scare the bejesus out of the populace. Uh, there you go. And it's just happenstance that the, the aliens look like astronauts. Man, I think
0: you nailed it.
1: I got it in two to be fair uh no
0: Luke Luke again you're we're gonna get that in post yeah' so
1: we'll we'll fix it in post Gary hey Gary the <laughs> editor <laughs> <laughs> Gary Gary fix it <laughs> fix it
0: Gary you shit
1: <laughs> it hey folks is fine he's an intern yeah gary our new intern who has taken over editing duties for me thank you thank you gary although fix it gary and lives
0: in my house yeah uh uh, yeah so i i think that's done i i think we fleshed out the glorp verse as much as we can yeah i think so and so luke i think it is time that we look ahead to uh to next week okay uh, where? Let me, let me find it. Where we will be watching? Oh ho ho! Two thousand tens Tooth Fairy.
1: Oh God! Oh yep. God! <laughs> the time is nigh, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's here, as as was prophesied.
1: Oh no! Tooth okay. Fairy.
0: Yep. Uh, What do you think Tooth Fairy's
1: about? <sighs> Ignoring the fact that I've seen the poster in the trailer for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Tooth Fairy is actually a reference to a, a mobster name. Like, you know how Ooh. mobsters always had names like Big Joe or Sammy the Sandwich or uh-huh. whatever?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the Tooth Fairy is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's mob name. And that this is actually a 1920s period Chicago piece where he says fun things like, uh, like, uh, like, say hello Uh, to my little Tommy gun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep, Yeah. That's, uh, that's what they said. Mm hmm. And, um, and, and, uh, uh,
1: (laughs) it says Dame a lot for (laughs) no apparent reason. Yeah. and, uh, Milady? Hmm. Maybe not so much. We'll see. We'll see. Could right. be.
0: Right. I'm sorry. Milady does not have the 1920s accuracy of say hello to my little Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you for no budding that one, Luke. Yeah.
1: Oh, no budding myself, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> sort of an owned goal. Um, God, we're professionals. Um, uh, huh? Yeah, what do you think the Tooth Fairy is about?
0: You know Krampus. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, so the Tooth Fairy's like Krampus. It's uh it's a horrible monster that's a fairy made of teeth.
1: Mm. Now that would be horrifying.
0: And it is it is a dark horror movie uh where Dwayne Johnson is in this like very challenging prosthetic sort of suit covered in child teeth mm-hmm. that he has seized and embedded into his own body. Yeah, nice. Um, nice. And he goes around and murders all
1: the kids who don't floss. Nice. God, I want to, this is a horror aficionado. I need this in my life now.
0: (laughs) There you go. Can we bring
1: Wes Craven back to life just to make (laughs) this fucking movie?
0: (laughs) Just for Tooth Fairy 2, The Reckoning? Yeah.
1: Oh, man, I really, really hope that's what this is.
0: I I think it is. It sounds like something that Dwayne would do.
1: Yeah. It's like the guy from The Office making uh that movie about people that uh you can't make noise. Uh I've seen both John of John
0: Krasinski making The Quiet Place?
1: Yep, that's the one.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Luke. that Red Bull did not do wonders for me. I anyone. think it's
1: I think it's fading, so it's probably time for us to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's get going. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, well, uh, uh, shit, shit. What do I say next, Luke? Yeah. Uh, you Social media. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on, oh, wait, no. Twitter is Hanksy Panksy. Jesus, I fucked this one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find us on uh, Instagram at HanksyPanksyPod, and you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. Please, chuck us some money over there. Uh, we we just did our vote uh, for the January Patreon exclusive, and uh, and we, we got some good stuff coming up, and, you know, chuck us some money and get access for it, and you give us enough money, and we'll shout you out just like
2: Tuck,
0: he's got a big old dick and a big pair of balls, um, <laughs> which uh, I only sing because I realized I forgot to shout him out last week. So, Tuck, thank you and your giant dick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and uh, please share us with a friend. Really helps us out. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Luke, do you got a final quote for me?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, it's real simple. It is, hey. Eat this
0: All right, well uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hank's Peggy Rock Bottom U five uh, be with us next week Tooth Fairy.